Welcome to the Brett Frost Sports Podcast, the number one sports podcast in the peninsula. I got a special guest today. I'm with the Italian stallion, Joe Lasala. What's going on, Joe? Feeling good. Just finished my fantasy draft. Wrap that up. Ran yeah. over here and I'm ready to go. You ready for football season, baby? I'm ready for football season, baby. Football is back. I'm fired up. Joe, I just want to talk to you, man. What is it about America and football? Like, why is our culture just so ingrained? It's just so ingrained in us. That's a really good question. I've never really thought too much about that. But when I think about what separates football from everything else, to me, it's like the ultimate Warriors chess match. Each coach and each player matters so much. You can design plays, actions to fool the other team, get in the end zone. And there's just so much strategy that is involved in the game. You may not have the best set of players, but if you guys work together, if you guys execute your plays and you design strong plays, then it doesn't matter. Execution, dude, is just so key in football. Whereas in basketball, right, if you have one guy and he's hot, he can go off, he can kind of carry, right? Shot clock, oh you know, he, defense breaks down, you give it to him, a couple of seconds left, create something. Football, nah. No, I mean, let's just think Cleveland with LeBron. That team is, that team's terrible. Cleveland with LeBron, they're not deep, but they have him. And because of that, they got to the finals for like three straight seasons. They and, got, yeah, and, and then they played the Warriors, and that talent no longer was able to take the chip. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you look at football. Let's kind of compare that to Aaron Rodgers, right? For Green Bay, hint: just Aaron Rodgers isn't enough. No, and then you have another divine talent. You go to the New York Giants, Saquon Barkley. I know he's it's only his freshman season last year, but this guy is clearly such a gift and able to do so much on the field. And he did last year. He had an amazing season. He scored at will almost. He'd be contained for half the game, but then he'd just bust one, and then it was all open, and he could just keep running. So 100%. You can have teams where they have a player, they have two players. Maybe they have three to four players, but that's not enough. You need more than that. And, and Joe, I understand, if I understand correctly, you started off as a soccer player before you started playing football. Yeah, so growing up for me, that's it was an always... an interesting little mix. I know. So growing up, it was always AYSO, mm-hmm. and uh, I was playing soccer while I was going through middle school and all that. And then... My brother graduated high school and, you know, I was approaching high school at that time. Mm-hmm. Football has always been a very deep sport in my family. You go back to the 80s with the Niners, Montana Young coming later. Um, my, my father kind of grew up in this area during that time and he saw that. So football was always big in our family growing up. And my older brother, John, he played at Carmont too before me. And he was an excellent player. Actually, Carmont during that time, this is the high school I went to, they, uh, they were the best they had ever been. They're at the top of the league, top of the division, and they went to the playoffs, and they were they were really successful. In fact, another person at that time who was playing, funny enough, was Drew Schiller. Oh, okay. Drew Schiller was like the best Peninsula athlete we had ever seen. Mm-hmm. He ultimately went on to play basketball at at Stanford. But anyway, the, the point of that is he was playing concurrently with my brother in football. So the league, and, and that was kind of let me just cut you off really quickly, Joe. That was kind of back in the day when if you were a great athlete, you didn't just play one sport. You played a bunch of different sports, right? And kind of, if you were a great athlete, you played football. Whereas now, especially in the peninsula, if you're great at basketball, you're probably just going to play basketball. Yeah. Am I right or wrong? Uh, no, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Like growing up, it always felt like football was the number one sport. And when eighth grade and high school came around, it, it did become the number one sport for me. And that was the one everyone looked forward to playing. That was the one everyone looked forward to practicing, getting together on summer days and playing together. So football has always been at least for me growing up and my family, it's been the number one sport in our household. 
And it's felt that's felt similar across other households within this the area that I grew up. So what was it like to put the pads on for the first time? You're about 14, 15. You were a big, you're big for your age, right? Yeah. So you for, were just you just stepped on or immediately cracking fools oh or not necessarily. So for me, <laughs> like for me, like I said, I was playing soccer. Eighth grade come around, I start to transition mm-hmm. to football. High school's coming. I didn't have experience. I wasn't the most experienced player on the field, but I was one of the more athletic ones. And because of my size, see in football, if you have the size, sometimes you don't need to have that technique. You can just overpower people. And for yes. my first year, that's what I had. I was overpowering people. I was, I was a six foot kid, 185 pounds going against and as a 14 year old. This is 14 Good years old. Goodness. Freshman gracious. in high school. Yeah. So for me, I was, I was just bigger than everyone. So I had the ultimate trump card. Like I, I might not have the best technique, but ultimately I can overpower you. And mm-hmm. that's one of the better feelings. Like knowing no matter who you match up with on the field, if you're stronger than them, you can run through them. Man, it's an elating feeling growing up, especially as a you know a fifteen year old immature kid, like testosterone flowing and everything. That was awesome. And then, uh, yeah, ultimately ended up playing JV sophomore team because of my size, and it was just a blast for me. Yeah, and you kind of you kind of were a Swiss Army knife yourself, right? You 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 were you were what linebacker, fullback, kicker, punter at one point. Yeah, so going back, I've always had <laughs> I've always had some athleticism, and I, I'm our school. We. Uh, we didn't have as much depth. So more was asked of the players who did play for the team and at my size and my athleticism, I was able to do a lot defense, offense. You want me to play running back? I'll, I'll go play running back. Throw me in there. Let's go. I'll run through the hole. I'll get you a touchdown. You want me to play O-line? Sure. You run behind me. I'll bring you to the end zone. I'll carry you there. Um, same thing with defense linebacker, uh, just whatever was asked of me, I'd play. I, yeah, I kicked and I did it all. But whatever the coach needed, I was willing to play. I was just having so much fun out there with my friends. It didn't matter what position it was for me. And uh, let's let's talk injuries, man. I know you played. So you ended up playing about five years of football, it five sounds years. like. Varsity, how many years? Varsity should have been three. I mean, I felt like you could have played varsity all four, honestly, at yeah. high school. Yeah, so varsity, they wanted – they had asked to bring me up as a sophomore. Uh-huh. For me at that time, I was, man, I was having so much fun. I was playing with my friends, the people I saw every day, people I went to class with. I was, you know, bigger than other people. So that division came easier for Mm -hmm. me. So ultimately I said no as a sophomore. I did not want to play football. And then varsity football. Did not want to play varsity football. Sorry. Yeah. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. Did not want to play varsity as a sophomore. So didn't do it that year. Just stuck to my, my league, my age group. And then next year as a junior went on to play varsity football. Awesome, dude. You had, you, I know you you messed your shoulder up. Was that correct? You got a dislocated shoulder or rotator cuff? That came later. I see. That from, came later. Okay. Luckily for me, I actually never had an injury in football that was serious. Really? I had some like overuse injuries, hamstring, ankle, mm-hmm. just minor tweaks here and there just because. Like tissue, tissue stuff. Yeah, minor things that might sideline you for a series, might sideline you for a quarter, maybe a game if you're running away with it. But nothing's as serious as to keep me out of a game from start to finish. I uh not a single surgery though in high school. No surgeries in high that's school. Cra- that's kind of crazy. Actually, to this day, never have had a surgery on any any part of my body. I've wow, never been injured. That's wild, dude. Yeah, knock on wood on that one. But uh <laughs> we've been lucky so far. Yeah, dude, 100 percent Well, uh, what do you think about uh college football versus NFL football? What's more appealing to you? Um what are you what are you looking forward to this year? Oh, that's a tough question, you know. Like, what do you would you find yourself still obsessed with football, watching football all the time? I see the Niners shirt you got on. Football has always been my number one sport 
for sure. Between college and NFL, it's it's gone back and forth. When I was in college, that felt more fun. I felt like I was more part of the experience. Yeah. I was having a better time going to the Rose Bowl, hanging out with my friends. So at, th- at that point in my life, it was always college. Yeah. 100%. Now I'm an adult. I'm graduated, and I favor the NFL at this point. The okay. Niners have historically, I don't want to say historically, but for the past five or so years, we just have not been as competitive within our division. And at this point in time, it feels like we're starting to creep up and get to a level where we can compete we can get across the 500 mark and maybe ultimately get to the playoffs. Oh, we'll, we'll get into the Niners. We'll, we'll get, get into, into the, the Niners. Niners at one point, but, but right now I just want to know your opinion. Why do you like NFL more than college? NFL versus college for me, the stakes are higher. I resonate more with the team and the city. Yeah. I live there. Um, just growing up, it's always been the Niners too. So that's always been like the team for me. Whereas with college, Going through high school, you're approaching college, you're going to be a student, you're going to be there for the games. While you're in college, you're there for the games at this point, and you're having fun, you're a part of the experience. So at that point, college takes it over. The fandom's definitely higher in college, right? Yeah, what's, what's interesting, though, where we live, college football is not big at all. No. I mean, you can always get tickets to go to Stanford for dirt cheap, go to Cal game for dirt cheap. It's just there's so much to do out here, I feel like. college. You know what? There's so much to do on a Saturday. You're not going to go to Palo Alto and watch Stanford play Arizona. Yeah. Right. So no, totally. The culture here isn't really, isn't really uh, as enriched with college football. Whereas you go to like Midwest, you'll go to Texas, East SEC areas. College football is everything. Town shutting down for game day. See, I'm kind of the rarity. I like college football more than NFL. Actually, yeah. I just think every game matters more. And like mm-hmm. you said, I love the atmosphere and rivalries, dude. I love rivalries. I love it when they meet at half. When they meet at the 50 yard line before the game, coaches got to be held back. I love all that stuff. Yeah, you're right. I mean, the storylines are way deeper in college football. They always, it feels like they always happen too. More, more drama, safe to say, Joe. More drama. Yeah, you have more immature kids. Kids are willing to talk, talk trash, uh-huh. and <laughs> just really to go at each other. They buy into those stories. They buy into the narratives, and they have fun and, with it. And, and like, for example, the the walk on, like the term of a guy coming out of nowhere, oh, walking on. From a small town, making a name for himself. I mean, they make movies about that stuff. God, dude. Clay I Matthews and nobody. Clay Matthews. I just love stories like that, dude. And there's so many of those stories in college football. Yeah, I mean, just going on that, it's, just, it, it's not to say that it doesn't happen in the NFL, but for me, college is where passion really starts to yes, shine. Dude, and you're yes. you're trying to make it. Like you, you want to make it. You want to make a name for yourself and be something. And and you see it, man. Each play for them, it's. It's do or die. The effort's crazy. After every play, they're in each other's ears. Like right now, we the, the Miami game was on. Miami, Florida, first play of the game, tackle, and they're already chirping each other's ears. Oh, man, and that those in-state rivalries. Also, you got to think about this. They're probably playing against each other in high school. They're at camps, right? They're at these Good skills point. camps. They're, they're playing in the state playoffs, state championship games within the same division. No. No, yeah, you're totally that, right. Yeah. That's a good point. I wasn't even thinking about that. They are growing up with each other. They're seeing each other develop. And then, uh, you know. And or the he didn't. And what about this? What about the going against a coach? Like, this coach didn't recruit me. He said I was too small. He went with this guy instead of me. Like, the chip. You know, I just love the chip, Joe. Yeah. I mean, you're, the chip on the shoulder. Yeah. No, you're so right. Com- <sighs> Any competitor knows what yeah. it's like to have someone not bet on you, to look look over you and pick someone else. Like, when that happens and then you're up against that coach or you're up against that player. It's a dog fight. And that just that just leads to my favorite word in sports, upset. I just there's nothing better than upsets, dude. I mean, Appalachian State beating Michigan. 
on national television God. that one year. You just can't beat that. This is what I'm getting goosebumps just thinking oh. about it, dude. This is what I love about college football, man. Man, yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> God. But NFL, NFL, right? You have the best players, the best athletes, the best coaches, the best of the best, right? Is it safe to say? Yeah, no, top of the no, level. No. Top. That's that's a that's the top level. At that point, it's no longer about size. You can't overpower people. Everyone's just as big as you. Everyone's just as strong as you for the most part. You at that point, it's technique, it's coaching, it's fundamentals, it's playing the game the right way. And um, yeah, for me that for me that's where I have the most fun. Yeah, dude, one hundred twenty percent. So you went you went to UCLA. What do you think about Pac twelve football coming in this year? They've been awful lately. I feel like we're getting there, but I, it, it 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 still doesn't feel like what it used to be. You know, Stanford, still, Oregon's Oregon's the only team to win a college football playoff game, right? When they beat Florida State, Jameis Winston, right? Is that yeah, the only right. Pac-12 team to win? Yeah, that's the only win. And they, they feel like the only team this year with Herbert who are, who could possibly do something in the Pac-12 division and actually upset other teams or play competitively with other teams. Stanford, I don't think they're there. UCLA still looking for an identity with Chip Kelly. We'll see this year. Last year was just not not a success by any measure so besides oregon there's no one in the pac-12 that's really sticking out to me at this point in time do you have a national title pick do you have a heisman pick georgia i'm going georgia this year georgia i love georgia yeah last i mean look at them last year they were they were so close Mm -hmm. and i you know they're coming back with a lot of the same talent jalen hurts though the legend of jalen hurts Hey man, like you say, what happened in Alabama? Oh man, they picked someone else instead of him. He was mm-hmm. supposed to be the starter. Tua came in. Tua got the job. Jalen's watching from the sidelines. You want to make a name for the NFL? You got to start in college. So he goes over to Georgia now, and that team's just that team's well coached. They have dogs, bulldogs, right? <laughs> and uh, bunch of dogs, bunch of dogs in the locker room. That I like that team, man. I, I think you got to watch out for them this year. I really do. Uh, Clemson, obviously, you know, they got the quarterback, they have the, the potential Heisman favorite. So that's the other team I'd pick, but I'm going to, I'm going to inch out Georgia at this point in time for sure. Well, Joe, thanks for coming on, man. It was a pleasure yeah. to have you. This is the Brett Frost sports podcast, the number one sports podcast on the peninsula. Follow me on Instagram, B R E T underscore F R O S T slide in the DMS. Give me some topic ideas. Stay tuned weekly. We're going to be cranking out those Niners week to week episodes. I love you all. Peace.